Hey, this is Heidi Dawson. If you love all things health and wellness and style of any kind, hang out here with me each week. I'm obsessed with never-ending improvement, and it's all in an effort to help each one of us live a wildly successful lifestyle. Subscribe today so you don't miss a thing. Hi guys, welcome to episode 375 of the Wildly Successful Lifestyle Podcast. How's it going out there? Are you feeling good about where you're headed? That's the important thing, right? Even if you don't love exactly where you are right now, are you doing the things that will put you on the track to be where you would love to be? It's a really good question to ponder. We aren't always going to love the situation we're in, but if we know we're on the right track, it feels optimistic and hopeful, which allows us to sort of make peace with where we are at the same time being optimistic about where we're headed. Your feet are not set in concrete. One shift in what you're doing can change the trajectory of your life in a very big way. One little shift in thoughts or one little shift in habits, one little shift in your attention. I'm constantly reminded that we can do so much more by our thoughts and energy than we can by pure effort and action because our thoughts direct all of our actions. So where your head's at is where your life is going to go. Never forget that. Now, I've heard from some of you how relatable a lot of my experiences are for, for you and, then, and others, and that doesn't surprise me at all because like attracts like, so no surprise there. So this episode may be relatable to you, maybe not, but some of you will think it's written for you. <laughs> but at the very least, you may have someone else in your life that it will be relatable to, so be sure to share it. So I've talked in several episodes about us having two parts of, a, of our brain, the intelligent frontal brain, which is basically our rational brain, the human brain, where we use logic and reasoning. And then we have the more primal brain, which is our survival mode brain, where we're emotional and usually unreasonable. And this is what some people call the monkey brain. Now, we are constantly working from one of these areas of our brain. Now, the more you work from your rational brain, the better off you're going to be. It's that way for everyone. But we go back and forth. All of us do. I read an article recently that said every single person we interact with has the rational brain and they have the monkey brain. So it's really good to know what state of mind they're in when you're dealing with them. And in this article, they said there are four different scenarios you have when you're dealing with other people. And I thought they were really good. And so I'm going to give them to you here and you can kind of see how that, how you can tell where this would apply in your life. So the first scenario is where you're dealing with someone and you're acting rationally. And so is the other person. So you're both working from your rational brain and that's a pretty good place to be. The second scenario is you're being rational, but the other person is behaving like a chimp. So they're working from their monkey brain and you're working from your, from your rational brain. And then you have the third scenario where you're the chimp and the other person is rational. And the last one, which is number four, is you're both monkeying around, <laughs> which is worst case scenario because no one is being rational at that point. Nobody's working from their rational brain. So I, I think it's really good to notice and to remember that, that everybody has those two parts of their brain and they're not always working from one of them. Now, I bring that up because it is good to remember, not so much for other people, but mostly for ourselves. 
Now, since I was a little girl, I have felt like a chameleon in a way. I mean, maybe trying to change my colors so that other people feel good. Sometimes I'll downplay how good my life is to make someone else who's down and out feel a little bit better about their life. Or maybe I'm trying to be a good person or do the things that other people think I should in order to be seen as good, even if I don't want to. So that chameleon effect is when we change our attitude in order to better interact with other people. In a way, I kind of grew up adapting myself to situations in order to make people feel good and that make them feel like I was like them. Now, sometimes that's a good thing, but sometimes you can just lose who you are altogether. So I found that I was feeling like if something goes wrong for someone in my life or they're not happy for some reason, it's my job to fix it. Or in some way, it's my fault that they're unhappy for some reason. And even if it has nothing to do with me, I'll even do this with perfect strangers. I'll give you an example. We have new neighbors that rented the home we bought next door. They are the most precious family, and we're so grateful to have them there. Now, they have three precious little daughters and they're homeschooled and they all love this house and they've been looking for somewhere in this area so they're excited to be there but there are no other kids that live on this cove and so I found myself worrying about the girls not having friends to play with here and so I was thinking oh who do I know that has friends that we could invite them over and introduce them and I was creating all these things in my head like it's really my fault that there aren't other kids on the cove and how was I going to fix it But then once I realized that I was doing it, I stopped and I just reminded myself, hey, we created this beautiful home that they've been looking for. And that is the only role I play here. The only thing I need to do is be the best neighbor I can be and they'll figure out the rest from there. They don't need me. They don't need my input on that. So I put my monkey brain to sleep and allowed my rational brain to take over. Because when I'm in my monkey brain, I create imaginary problems in my head that give me unnecessary anxiety all the time. When I'm in my monkey brain, that is kind of what I tend to do. But once I let my, na- my rational brain take over, I realize that it isn't my job to do that. I don't have to solve for imaginary issues that I'm creating in my head. Now, I'm very visual, so I actually like to picture walking a real monkey on a leash, and that's when I'm being emotional and irrational. But when I put my monkey to bed, my rational brain takes over. My monkey brain loves to create imaginary problems. But what if there are problems that aren't imaginary? I have those too. So for instance, my family, I talk about my family and their religion a lot, and it kind of has them in a bubble, and they aren't really supposed to associate with non-members of their religion. And they don't cuss, they don't celebrate holidays, they don't watch movies that are rated R. Things tend to offend them pretty easily because they're sheltered. And I know this, and this is not my imagination, it's real. So when I'm around them, I'm constantly worried about their feelings. In other words, I'm constantly walking the monkey on a leash. My monkey brain is running the show when that scenario is going on. We were recently going to a movie together, and in my mind, I had such anxiety that something in the movie would offend them. And then recently they were at my house spending the night kind of unexpectedly and we had already had plans to have dinner, had my sister-in-law and her boyfriend and their, um, and his step-parents were coming over for dinner. Now, none of them go to church at all, which is fine, but they kept talking about living together before they were married, which my parents in their religion is a very big sin. And they were also talking about all about the military, which... 
is another thing that my parents, it's, you're not, you know, is a no-no to be a part of in their religion. So I noticed myself trying to manage the conversation and manage my parents and my older sister to make sure that they weren't being offended, which was making me crazy. That monkey was dragging me all over the place until I finally put him to bed and my rational brain took over and I thought, you know what? Hold on. They're all grown-ups. I'm not responsible for their feelings any more than they're responsible for mine. And once I let that go and I relaxed into, if they get offended, it's on them. I was really able to notice that, you know what? They can handle their own. My mom at one point overheard her telling um, the dad that God was probably happy that he finally made an honest woman out of his wife. (laughs) And at that point, I realized I was basically hurting cats. So I felt good that I had let it go. Allowing the rational front brain make decisions is way better because the monkey brain is literally going to drive me crazy. Now, more recently, I have really been practicing letting them, my family just feel the way they are going to feel without my needing to solve for it or apologize for it. That monkey brain will have me apologizing for things that I have no need to apologize for. The other night, my husband and I got home from dinner with friends, and it was late. It was like 9.30, which is past my bedtime. (laughs) may not be late to you, but it is to me. So I took our, our little Yorkie out, and then I was heading upstairs, and Eric, my husband, asked if I was going to bed, and I said, yes, I'm sorry. I know I'm no fun. Now, first of all, why would I talk about myself like that? That's my monkey brain calling the shots. When my rational brain is in charge, me going to bed at the time I want to go to bed does not mean I'm not fun. It means I like to go to bed early. Eric likes to stay up a little later than I do. And I realize that a lot of times I find myself apologizing for going to bed early when it doesn't matter to him at all. He doesn't care. Just He likes to stay up late and that's fine. But I also noticed he doesn't apologize for sleeping in, even though I get up early. And so he doesn't, he never apologizes and said, I know I'm no fun because I sleep in. (laughs) Of course not. There's nothing wrong with it. He's very logical. It actually is rare for him to be working from his monkey brain, even though it does happen. But as a side note, if he did have a problem with me going to bed early, that's something he would need to manage, not me. See, that's the difference between the rational brain and the monkey brain. When my monkey brain is in control, I will apologize for things that are in no way my fault. I will try to manage everyone's happiness, and I will blame myself when things go wrong, even if I had nothing to do with it. So how is me going to bed early putting anyone else out? It isn't. It's not. Why do I have to cater to grown adults to make sure they don't get offended? I don't. And why is it my problem that our neighbors don't have other kids in the cove to play with? It simply isn't. This is the difference between living and breathing from your rational brain and living and breathing from your monkey brain. Now, you may do different things when you're living from your monkey brain. You may get mad at the waiter, yell at your kids, or um, rage at the car in front of you for cutting you off, or maybe you want to eat everything inside or drink everything that they put in front of you. Living from your monkey brain, most of the time, it may be an automatic knee-jerk reaction, but catching it before it gets out of control, that is our job. That is our work. Making more decisions from our rational brain, that's the work we have. For me, I just say to myself, (laughs) I use this visual because I am visual. There you go, walking the monkey again. It's kind of a little hack to get me thinking from my rational brain. 
I wasn't put on this earth to manage the chaos and happiness of other people, and neither were you. I wasn't put on this earth to manage other people at all. But that's what happens when I let my monkey brain make decisions. When I take my monkey out for a walk, that is what happens. My challenge to you today is to ask yourself, what happens when you take your monkey for a walk? Or better said, what happens when you're making decisions from your monkey brain? How do you act? How do you react? And how do you wake up so that you transition from making more decisions from your rational brain instead of your monkey brain? When you feel yourself losing control or you're making decisions that are emotional and irrational, how do you wake yourself up? Well, I can tell you this. You can borrow my visual. I actually will say to myself, and I picture it in my head, there you go, walking your monkey again. Share this with three people who have a brain. I love you guys. I'll talk to you in a few days. Don't forget to subscribe and share with your friends because we're just going to keep going bigger and better places together. And I love that about us. Talk to you in a few days.